0: As Lisa Sutton went about her final duties in a Las Vegas gourmet coffee shop, her mind drifted to thoughts of the adventure upon which she would soon embark. Lisa was a cute twenty-two-year-old with strawberry-blonde hair that reached just to her shoulders. She had wide-set hazel eyes and a nicely-shaped nose over a mouth that always had a ready smile. She looked taller than her five-feet, six-inch height due to her slender, athletic figure. Lisa kept herself in shape by playing women's league soccer and taking boxing lessons at a local fitness club. She had just finished the coursework for a bachelor's degree at the local university, and eagerly looked forward to all that life had in store for her. At the coffee shop she was an enthusiastic and energetic worker with a great attitude. This and her girl-next-door looks made her popular with her fellow employees and customers alike. Lisa was much like other young women her age, with a few notable exceptions, the most obvious being that she took the time to relate to people. She liked all sorts of people—young, old, ethnic—it did not make any difference. When she greeted someone by name, gave them a hug, and asked about their day, she really cared. She particularly liked helping those less fortunate than herself. To that end, she was a tireless worker at her church. She had already been on church-sponsored youth missions to poor villages in Thailand and the Philippines. Now she was to return to the Philippines to serve a six-month missionary internship at a Christian mission on Palawan Island. As she worked, she flashed back to some recent conversations she had had with her mother, Grace. Some of them had been pretty intense, and it was obvious that her folks really did not want her to take the intern position. Lisa had pointed out that she'd been to the Philippines before and nothing terrible had happened to her. Her mother countered with recent newscasts regarding terrorist activities in the southern Philippines. Lisa responded, "'But Mom, that's not happening where I'm going.' Her mother then countered that she and Lisa's father were really looking forward to Lisa joining the family business. Lisa's final gambit was to tell her mother, You and Dad made it on your own. I just want a chance to do the same thing. Grace finally let the subject drop. She knew Lisa had a mind of her own, and once it was made up, there was not much chance she would change it. Lisa knew that her father and mother, as well as some of her close friends, had reservations about her safety in that part of the world. She realized that they were all just thinking of her best interests. However, she had convinced herself that this was something she had to do, and she would not be swayed. The mission compound and church she would be assigned to had stood for years and years, and there had never been a serious incident of any kind recorded. More importantly, there were people that needed help. On some level, in her impressionable young mind, Lisa could see herself as a latter-day Mother Teresa, caring for the impoverished peoples living in barrios on the remote edge of the Philippine frontier. Sure, it was a wild place, and there was probably some danger involved in going there, but without danger where was the adventure? And how did danger relate to her? 22-year-old way of thinking. Like all people her age, she was bulletproof. Nothing was going to happen to her. Everything would be just fine. Besides, after all those stories Chuck had told her about when he was stationed on Palawan, she could not wait to get there. Chuck was an older gentleman, a regular at the coffee shop, who always wore a battered, retired Coast Guard ball cap with a bunch of pins stuck in it. Lisa had befriended him almost three years before when he first started to come to the coffee shop. Chuck could be found most mornings at his regular table, scribbling in a notebook, and he never missed a chance to bend the ear of anyone who took the time to listen to one of his tales. It was the oddest thing. In her day-to-day encounters with people at the coffee shop, most of them could not find the Philippines on a map of the world, let alone a tiny place like Palawan Island. When she mentioned it to Chuck, not only did he know where Palawan was, he had actually been there.